to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org, and we're also streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com slash NewHavenIndependent or go to your Facebook page and look us up, and we're also streaming on YouTube as well. So, uh, Greenhaven Media... Facebook page and probemeetcannabismedia.com. So, welcome everyone. It is Monday, October the 23rd, 2023. I am your host, Joe LaChance. Welcome to Cannabis Corner. I am joined here today by the infamous, the famous Uncle Lou. Lou Vega, how are you today? Man, Joe, you always say infamous. I'm waiting for the cops to knock on the door when I do, when we say that. You know what? That's a compliment. <laughs> In my eyes, it's a compliment, right? I'd rather yeah. be infamous than famous. It just means famous within a different crowd. That I, You're you're right. <laughs> That's I guess all so. it means. That's I all it means. I guess so, brother. No, I love it. It's all good. I'll it's change like, it know, though for next week. No, 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 Joe. It's all awesome. You know, we're we're uh, living in amazing times, in all honesty, and it's pretty cool. Um, as we continue to watch this move forward, and you know, this amazing weed adventure, we're all kind of coming on, finding new friends, finding new activities, uh, expanding into new spaces, uh, fighting the uh, the evil, horrible government as. Would like to say, but you know, we're still at it, Joe. How are you? And we have our first week with uh, this really cool flyer, you know what I mean? I saw that good job on that thing, yeah. Uh, well, I well, we haven't, uh, you know, you're talking about expanding. I'm doing great, by the way. I feel fabulous, Joe. I feel fabulous. It's it's great to be back in Connecticut, like you said. You feeling the love. I'm feeling the love. I'm feeling the love. The sunshine is great. The ocean is great. I love it. And I'm always got up my heart in my home in Puerto Rico. But, you know, this is my home. You know, this is where I, you know, I grew this up. Where you grew up. This is where your mother's from. This is where, you know what I mean? I get it, Joe. This is Yeah. Your, 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 and this uh, is my community. You know what I mean? Right. This is my community. It's real nice to be back with everybody. And, you know, you're talking about expansion and how, you know, the the industry is booming and the show is kind of expanding now. We've added a new segment. We've added a new co-host. And I want to welcome to the show Miss Kristen Souza or Souza. She'll tell me the right way to pronounce it when we get back on. But she is the owner uh, and founder and CEO and everything of the Sugarleaf Boutique over there in Middletown. And she's also a social media and marketing maven. 
She's four higher, and you can get her, by the way. But uh, let me <laughs> let me introduce and welcome. And if anybody doesn't know, that is one hundred percent the way that you're supposed to do it in that part of it. Everybody yeah, plug, has plug, to understand yes. your support and plug plug, and you know we we don't we don't get money from the rest of the world, so. You know, we have to survive, and now as the uh, market is maturing, there are so many different places for people to get in, and this is just another example that if you're not a plant-touching individual, there is a space for things. You know what I mean? Joe yeah. Joe makes it very clear. You know, he's not a plant-touching individual, but he gets to do the radio show, spend news, get to choose different things to do, be very different involved projects. in all portions of it. Kristen continues to show that, you know, if you have a skill, you know, come from corporate America, have a skill. You can always translate it into something that's going to 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 help into this industry as well. So I'm super excited about uh, welcoming somebody else popping in. It's the Joe and Friends show at this point, brother. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So Kristen, ha uh, this is a new segment we've created. Uh, Kristen, uh, Kristen's Corner. So Kristen, welcome. How are you? This how are you in this lovely Monday? We have nice weather today. How are you? We have a fabulous weather today. I'm doing really great. Thank you so much. And you got it right the second time. It's Sousa. Sousa. Like Sousa. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very, very <laughs> good. You never know. You know, you threw two in there. We got it. It never we hurts it. to ask. All right. So how was your weekend? Me and it Lou was, were talking about ours. How was yours? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, so my daughter, um, I have two, but my oldest, she turns 20 today. So I went to visit her at her college over the weekend. So I went up to Springfield and, nice. and hung out with some college kids and took her out to dinner. So that was kind of fun nice. and made me feel old. <laughs> Very um, nice. so that was great. Not so nice was um, a car exploded in my driveway that evening as well while I was sleeping. So be very careful parking your cars and your garages because, um, yeah, a, a wire shorted out in the back and I ended up waking up. There was a big wall of flame outside the window. No one got injured. All creatures and humans were fine. But there's looks like a bomb went off in my driveway right now. Oh, oh my. You know, oh, what, Joe? Wow. you know what I'm realizing right now, Joe? I am yeah. realizing that we're bringing actual human content and contexture and Actually, not just two stoners sitting here talking. <laughs> yeah, that's a like, real thing, man. Fire yeah, is a real like thing. Adult kids and concerned about what's going on, and there's like a whole she like yeah. involved in politics and. I did. I'm stop. just sitting here talking fun. about how many blunts I smoked today. <laughs> so how? That's, uh, that's quite. <laughs> that must have been quite the commotion there, and um. You know, this just goes to show, I'm sure it was a newer car, <laughs> you know, how faulty those things can be. I'll tell you what, I had a car catch on fire on me while I was driving. No. Full wow. flames in California on the middle of the 101. And if you know anything about California, it's a six lane highway. I had to pull off to the side of the road with the car on fire. The universe or God, whatever you want to call it, is on my side because a guy literally pulled over to the side of the road with a truck, pulled the fire extinguisher out of the back of his truck and put it out. But anyway. Like, oh, right man. <laughs> so if you're driving, just make sure to give your car a tune-up. Yeah, watch message. your cars. Check your electrical systems. It's very important. So, Kristen, I'm glad everyone's okay. 
I really am. But um, I really am. And I hope, uh, you know, hope that, that you get it all cleaned up. So what is going on in Kristen's <laughs> corner for this week? So fun. Yeah. So I am really excited about the fact that I can, you know, have this opportunity to talk about what folks are doing in Connecticut and our adjacent states in the cannabis industry. Um, you know, I think you all were talking about it last week or the week before, just with the market maturing. We've got, you know, some more like community based events and then there's some industry events and some advocacy things. So there's been a real cool uh just branching out of all of that. Um, so with that, I was, and I'd like to point out, we're probably going to miss some because there's so much going on. So please feel free to like ping, you know, Lou. Yeah, Joe, we want, myself. yeah, send us, please send us any events you got going on, whether they be weekly, whether they be community events. Um, you know, obviously we want to make sure they're legal events, but if they are private parties and they have a special theme like a comedy show or a movie night, we definitely want to support everyone. So please start sending us your events and we will highlight them on this show. Go. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. And with that, <laughs> um, well, one of the events going on tomorrow night, um, the Connecticut Cannabis Chamber of Commerce is hosting a women in cannabis event. So that's at the Mashantucket Pequot Museum and it's um, open registration. So while it's geared toward women, all are welcome to attend and they're going to have some speakers, some educational sessions. Um, all attendees will receive the opportunity to get a free professional headshot, which I think is kind of a, a solid thing, you know, back to the marketing, well, you marketing go. yourself, self-promotion. That's really important to have um, some you know, grab bags, giveaways and all that. But yeah, that is tomorrow. So you can go to their website if you're interested in attending that. And the, the registration link is online. Yeah, I saw that. I think some of our friends are speaking there. I believe Jocelyn is going to be speaking there. Jocelyn Serta. Um, so there's a few people Kibra. there that we know. Kibra. Kibra is going to be speaking there. I mean, I think it's a good deal. Um, I think it's something if you are a woman in cannabis or or even a, um, a, young, a young person or a male or whoever you are in cannabis and you want to network and you want to get involved, I think these kind of events are really good to attend. Um, you know what I mean? And you get a free headshot. What the hell? You know, the and, I'll even, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll throw it out there. You know, the Connecticut Chamber of Commerce is, is one of the larger organizations. Their memberships are... Um, mostly corporate but i have seen that they haven't really stressed helping the small businesses as well for free um, i agree huge shout out and you know because i i have not joined and they have still like i, I just don't have the funds and i haven't either you know and yep. and they're still and they cool have, with me they have extended <laughs> yep they have extended that i know that they have done it for a couple businesses as well smaller businesses that don't have funds that kind of need that that support so the the individuals that started deborah is a awesome uh individual she also started the black chamber of commerce in connecticut as well and so there's these connections that are there that really do show that they are helping individuals yes it's a corporate entity so you know there's a place for everybody because i know that we also have other organizations like the small cannabis business chamber uh which also meets and they are more geared to the small ancillary businesses. Um, and now I'm seeing wellness shops partnering with dispensaries to do events. You know, it's really pretty cool to see the market actually mature as well as having a space for the private events. You know, we keep, they do, everybody does their thing on, on their space and the private events are having their space. You know, everything's got time. 
let them do their thing. Uh, it's just easier to advertise the legal events that are, you know what I mean, the super. Yeah, the ones that, yeah, yeah. exactly, that are geared towards the community that are actually reaching out to actual real humans, real people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, how else to put it. Those but, of us that aren't in the suit and tie and like the Michael Kors slacks. Yeah, that are, or the are sensible in, slacks. The, in the know, you know. You know. And, we'll, and this, is, this, is, this has been our goal to change that image as well. My goal, at least. Yes. Because if you ever see me at anything, they're like, you're the guy who owns it. I'm like, hey. <laughs> you see me, all right, with the glasses. Hey, I'm Joe the weed guy, man. You're going to get me as I am. I come to a corporate event. Which, as you <laughs> and should. I, I die. That. I don't care. Anyway, so speaking of that, the CCSBA, they do have meetings. Um, when do they hold them? Those meetings are the second Thursday of every month. Um, in Meriden at the Turnkey Building. If y'all are familiar with the Meriden area, it's right next to Starbucks and across from the plaza that's got Kohl's and like the old Pier 1 imports. So it's right there on that main stretch in Meriden. Um, second Thursday of every month. So that's a good, another, you know, like you guys were just saying, that's another great entity to follow and be a yeah. part of networking. Yeah. Um, and so they are collaborating on some things right now. That group is sort of just getting it off the ground. They're just getting um, started. Yeah. I'm a member. You're a member. You know, I believe, Lou, you're probably joining as well. You know, it's it's yep. a support group for those of us who may not be able to afford that, the, the one, the big can of Connecticut chamber. But small businesses, entrepreneurs, ancillary people, growers, Anybody who is, you know, in the community, in the industry, in the business, but not necessarily in the larger industry, it's a way for us to support each other. And then, you know what? They got good food there. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just so say, they feed us. They really got dinner, good food there. A little cooler of drinks, you know. Yeah, so and you can... <laughs> consumption friendly. Everything's good. Uh, <laughs> you know everybody there, too. Um, all right. So and so what else is going on? What else did I have? Um, so for some advocacy related efforts, the Canna Warriors are doing a fall food drive, which I really love. I'm, I'm all about helping your local community. So things like helping with food drives, toy drives, all of that. So I really love that. I saw that online today. So follow them, the Connecticut Canna Warriors, if you're interested in helping out, but they will be collecting food items from now through Thanksgiving. And I'm sure something else will kick off after that. Um, and yeah, so you can a, follow their Facebook good. page. They have little events too where you can drop it off. Yep. You know, and you can find and out about that them. season, right, Joe? Uh, we're going to start seeing a lot of people doing food drives and clothes well, drives yeah, and cold and, drives. And, and what other season is it? It's Halloween season. So we must have some Halloween themed events coming up, Kristen. I am loving the segues, Joe. It's almost like you knew what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> we certainly do have some Halloween ones coming up. Um, so uh, Luna Queen Alpha, uh, Luna's cauldron. Yeah, she's going to be participating. Of the show. In, yeah, so she's doing something in Norwalk. It's the Halloween night fair. That's on Saturday the 28th from 5 to 10. So that may not be specifically cannabis related, but I love seeing all of our local cannabis businesses participating and, you know, what I call our main street activity is just, you know, breaking yeah. that stigma and kind of the overlap of, of life in general. Um, so that looks like a really fun yeah, time. No, so. She's really been able to plug herself into the craft beer community. 
Yeah. And which is also cannabis. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, there's right. all of this. Like everything's intersectional. People tried to niche it out too much, I think, in the past. She does farmers you- markets. She's great about, and this is what Glue and I were talking about is spread out into the community at Absolutely. large. You yeah. Know? You know, I think a lot of times, and this is what happens with a niche topic like cannabis is. In the very beginning, we all congregate into a smaller sector and you can kind of just become sounding boards. So you think your message is really loud because you're saying it to the same 10 people over and over and over and over. And you're not necessarily getting much more of a response. But when you're able to, and this is what I told we, we spoke with with Lunar's Cauldron, is as they go to those events like at Two Roads or at New England Brewery, or down in Norwalk for their uh, for their events, or up in New Haven for their events. You know, they're not cannabis centered events, and they become one or they they're in that space out of a hundred, two hundred vendors that are there. There may only be two or three CBD, cannabinoid, or cannabis focused vendors, and now it gives them a competitive edge in that space that they are, and it bridges yep. that mainstream, which yep. I think is cool because we're going to start getting. We're going to start getting that soon as well with the dispensaries and ancillary businesses. You know, I'm seeing uh, the botanist is doing something in Gell's Ferry. They've been doing a yoga with uh, with another company up there. I saw that this weekend. And then they have a vapes and tapes event that they're going to be doing as well. Um, so it's it's pretty cool to see the the medical and adult use market. Well, at least the adult use market transition to some of the yeah. ancillary wellness events and those are the ones that are finding those partnerships you know people want to know how to get in there those are probably some of the things that you can learn to partner with yeah i gotta i i always gotta stress this about when you talk about like the botanist and, and other companies that may be larger you know what if they want to support and they want to spend their money with you or allow you to promote to their audience, take that opportunity, no matter where it's coming from. And then it's very important. Yep, exactly. All right. So what else is going on, Kristen, before our next guest comes on? Our next guest is going to be a good segue into a great other Halloween event. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Yeah, there was one more to... with Madeline's, I think think another halloween type of fair oh you are absolutely right so madeline's um you know i don't know where that's located yeah it's saturday october 28th and it's a halloween party so they're gonna have vendors live dj uh bar food and that is on spring street in new haven this saturday um great i love halloween so any excuse and madeline's is another one who uh who spreads out there into the regular community but she does empanadas and they're infused they're awesome love that yeah and she does all kinds of other foods so it's it's like a food type thing it's very good she's very good and, and we like to support her all right very very good Kristen. so our next and the last halloween event coming up Well, I mean, a very quick plug because it's going to be our next guest, but there is the Hexpo um, Halloween Extravaganza, and that is in Seekonk, Massachusetts, I believe. Um, So that's that's who we have coming on next. And I'm not going to take any of that thunder because they are going to be able to explain that so well. I will say, yeah, he is. He just uh, got a hold of me. He is having problems uh, 
checking in, but I'm sending him the login ID right now. But yes, go ahead. So yes, um, it is Hexpo. Yep, and there's uh, an after party for that. So I'm again, I'm sure Bobby will talk about it, but that's Ghouls and Goblins. This event looks fantastic. I have not been to it, um, but I've definitely kind of online stalked it a little bit. And at Nikan in Boston, they won for the best uh, cannabis event for that particular event. So that was really cool to see them win that and well-deserved for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe Lou and I went, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before, but it was an awesome event. Lou, when did we go? He's muted. Which event? Which sorry was it? Hexpo. Hexpo. You. Hexpo. Uh, we so this it, this was ghouls and remember ghouls and goblins was a large was an older event that we're talking ages ago. Um, which started up and uh, and here they are right now. Bobby will be able to give even more information about that. But it's been an event that he's been running for a couple years now, and now I'm really excited about Hexpo because. You know, last time I went and I got to actually see some of our other good friends from like the Talking Dead and there was a ton of cosplayers and, you know, but you, you want to throw in an intro, we'll get them on right now. Can you All guys right. You now? got it, brother. Hold on one second. All right. With us today is Mr. Bobby Nugs and Bobby Nugs is running a great event for the Halloween season. Cannabis themed. I've been there myself. It's awesome. So get ready for the ultimate Halloween experience at Hexpo, the award-winning hybrid horror convention on October 29th. We're bringing together best of both worlds for a one-of-a-kind event. Our convention, located in Seekonk, Mass., has been recognized as a top cannabis event in the region and for good reason, bringing the best and brightest in the cannabis industry, showcasing top quality genetics, innovative products, and accessories that you won't find anywhere else. And our horror-themed vendors, special guests, and cosplayers will keep you on the edge of your seat all night long. With our friendly, with our friendly cannabis-friendly atmosphere, you can indulge in your favorite strains outdoors enjoying spooky festivities plus our team of experts will be on hand to answer any questions you may have about cannabis including the latest research products and trends in the industry don't miss out on this award-winning event that has been recognized as the top cannabis experience in the region get your tickets now for hexpo the hybrid core horror cannabis convention on october 29th in seekonk mass 21 over no THC sales will be permitted as of Massachusetts state law. Bobby, how are you today, my friend? Can you hear me all right? I can hear you, my friend, but I can't cool. see you. Yeah, no worries. I'm having a little bit of technical difficulties today, but I'm glad that I could uh, at least speak with you guys. Yeah, you, have a, you have a great radio voice, my friend. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, yeah. Years of practice. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Appreciate no, that, Bobby. Appreciate shout out to, and you know, I think this is the second year joining you on the show in a row for, you know, give thank you for giving us a platform to promote Hexpo and just what we got going on. Oh, we always will, Bobby. You know, that's how it is. We've supported each other from the beginning, and we always will. Yeah, so, you guys have been around forever. It's great to see you still thriving and doing your things. Where are you in the world right now? I am here in Connecticut, and it looks yeah. like after one short trip back to Puerto Rico, I'm going to be here for a little while. Nice. Yeah, I remember yeah, last man. time we spoke, you were down in Puerto Rico living the living the warm dream. 
living yeah. in the warm dream. <laughs> That's right. But sometimes you got to wake up from your dreams and get back oh, to work. Unless, unless you're Freddy, <laughs> unless you're Freddy Krueger, which uh, he's one of our cosplayers actually for Expo. Perfect segue, Bobby. He cosplay. He uh, has accolades for being like uh, one of the best Freddy Krueger cosplayers in the United States from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. So nice. he's actually like our main cosplayer. His costume is incredible. It looks like he walked right off the movie set, you know. And uh, he'll be on site taking pictures and portions of proceeds uh, from photos. I think it's five bucks a pop, five bucks a photo will be donated to the ASPCA. So there's so many unique oh. and different things we're doing to – you know, generate buzz for local businesses and and uh, and boost the economy in the in the area of Seekonk where the event is, and just we've given away a thousand tickets this year, um, multiple comps for local veterans throughout the tri-state area. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm wicked excited. This year is going to be big. Yeah, no, it sounds like every year it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and 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 you know, again, we talked about this earlier in the show. You got the horror aspect. Cannabis is a part of it. Yet I do believe you get pretty much a lot of the community who aren't necessarily in the cannabis community coming into the show too, as well, getting exposed. Yeah, it's really cool to, and that was um, really cool to see. And that was the dynamic that we were hoping that uh, we would bring forth with this event was, you know, we've dubbed it a hybrid event concept. So we really hope that we would bring in that entire other area of the industry, such as the cosplayers, a lot of the fandom, and really that comic uh, collector and, and horror convention side of things mixed in with the, you know, New England strong cannabis community activism and, uh, you know, booming business right now. We have uh, almost 20 of New England's favorite dispensaries vending and sponsoring the event. And those 20 dispensaries or so will be mixed in with some of the best artists from New England, some amazing CBD brands, as well as, you know, just incredible local glass artists displaying functional and non-functional glass pieces and sculpture. Um, so everywhere you turn, literally 360 degrees, there's going to be a spectacle and something you're probably going to want to take your phone, take a picture of, you know. Can a horror fair. I love it, Bobby. You now you also have some special guests coming in, right? Yes. Yeah, so this year we were actually uh, blessed early on to get Mark Dodson. Mark is well known for uh, voicing Salacious Crumb in Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, and also he uh, voiced multiple Gremlins characters in all of the Gremlin movies. So, getting the uh, getting the Gremlins in Star Wars and someone who has affiliation with those. Movies for a horror convention uh, is, is huge. And he's also outspoken with cannabis, which is great. Mark's a really cool guy. People will be able to get autographs, uh, multiple different gremlin photos and Star Wars memorabilia, et cetera, signed by him. And then uh, we just uh, booked Rachel True, which is a huge get for our event. She's a really big name. Rachel starred in The Craft, which is a... Uh, a witch's movie nice. and then she such also, a good movie oh i love the movie since i was a little kid <laughs> yeah, yeah now that was a cool movie you know what this one as bobby continues this one this is a great crossover that literally defines what the hybrid event is so the craft and what other movie bobby she uh played mary jane and half baked which is really yeah! funny. i love it movie. obviously all of us that's a iconic movie such, Absolutely. As, such as like how high you know, there aren't many that 
are that were that popular that kind of leveled up with the Cheech and Chong. Uh, yeah, those were my time. Cheech and Chong, Fast started Times at Ridgemont <laughs> High. Those were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, she is wicked cool. We actually got to hang out with her at the beginning of the month at 420 Expo in New Jersey. She was one of their celebrity guests and girl can puff tough. She uh, <laughs> she smokes. She likes the concentrates as well and the edibles. And she's really experimental and just truly loves weed, which is super funny. I feel like she got casted for that role. Um because she smoked so much, you know, she probably got out smoked Dave Chappelle at the time. Oh, I think they oh, all man. got casted for their roles because they had experience in the field. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you look at that like, cast, people are like, well, why would you get her? She was against weed. Like, uh, well, you know, sometimes you gotta play, character. you gotta play yeah. off character. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, she so she has a, a great, um just a great made a great name for herself and to have also someone with the affiliations to the craft and half bake that's a that epitomizes yeah. like Lou said what our hybrid event is about right there yeah like in one guest <laughs> yeah uh, meet and greet packages so guests can meet by a meet and greet package and actually have a half hour smoke sesh with her on site and take photos with her oh. um, she'll be chilling and she's super cool people and then we have uh 15 I think it's upwards of 25 cosplayers now, anywhere from uh, Eddie from Stranger Things to, you know, the Predator. Um, we have stilt walkers. Honestly, it's a circus. Reminds yeah, me of, man. We got a lot of circus vibes going on. And the cool thing about this event is that, you know, most of the expos I've been to throughout the country, um, you always have to pile out in the parking lot or on the sidewalk to smoke a joint, you know which is not the wrong with that. I guess that's our place in the city. But at this event, we actually have a smoking section, you know, just a, a very nice clean area for people to go and puff, you know, take a break from seeing all the vendors and whatnot. Um, tickets are cra absolutely cranking right now. And uh, it looks like the weather is, uh, you know, not going to be really nice for us again this year. I've actually, did you guys ever come to Ghouls and Globlins, Lou? Joe. Yeah, oh, both yeah. of us have you know, been there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is this where one. we were having this conversation earlier is that this is also some type of legacy portion to you as well for the amount of work that you've been doing. Because I remember I actually am sitting here looking at my ghost and ghouls uh, little lanyard with the little piece of work that was on it. It was, I think, the, the first couple of years you started making sure a lot of local artists were designing your badges. Yeah, the Artful Dabber I'm actually looking at uh, a couple of the pieces he did back in the day right now myself so that's actually would have been nine the nine year anniversary this year uh, so well, you are paying homage to it in the after party am i correct yes most definitely and that was actually is the official after party for uh hexpo this year and hex and ghouls and globins basically that's I, like i was like we said that's been my annual event i've done for the last nine years eight years this is the eighth, eighth year anniversary i love halloween and I was trying to find a good way to make Ghouls and Goblins more unique and special and kind of revamp the concept. So that's how, you know, I was just in my living room taking dabs and came up with the idea of the Halloween Cannabis Expo, Expo, and how to make <laughs> Ghouls and Goblins the after party for a much larger show. Um, we are expecting 2,000 people this year, and every year Ghouls has always been a 300-person private, you know, smoke-friendly Halloween party. So Ghouls really birthed this concept of Hexpo and um, kind of opened the doors for, you know, I feel a niche that would needed to be filled and kind of wasn't well, yet. So. 
And that's where we continue to have these conversations as the Northeast market matures. There has to be an intersection between what's going on. You know what I mean? Activities that we already do and kind of move forward. You know what I mean? Like a big thing, like you said, the the fandom communities. There's going to be people coming in specifically that are horror fans looking to partake in the horror aspect of what's going on and then they may not be the biggest cannabis people but maybe they uh, smoke a joint or take they, an edible before they you know like it. I mean? yeah and just gain yeah. some gain some edu- consumer education you know i think that yeah no i think it's great bobby and you know it's very creative and and but you've always been that way i mean you know for those of you who don't know bobby nugs is one of the pioneers of the cannabis industry here in the Northeast, Thank you know, you. from Rhode Island, but did a lot of great work in Massachusetts. Um, you know, great educator, you know, front man on the concentrates front. I so, you know, this is just another evolution of Bobby Nugs. What's that? Yeah. And the man is a humble man. And I think the easiest way to put it out there is just local guy doing good things, gone national. Yeah. Just, yeah. Keep expanding. That's all. That's what we do. Super expanding. You guys, you guys have a great team and, you know, we'll give another shout out to some of your other endeavors. You have Northeast Leaf that you do with your wonderful partner as well. You know, also good credits. You always give credit to credits where it's due. Bobby, some of your team, you want to give any shout outs to, to yes, your partner um, there? My wife, Bailey. Everything I do is, you know, every step I make and every decision I make is reason with her. And, you know, we're, we're, we're partners on everything that we do for the last five plus years. We've done over right. 50, over 50 successful sold out events together and are always elevating our concepts and traveling the world to go to other people's events to figure out how we can make our events better. So, yeah, obviously. Bailey, number one, she is uh, always behind the scenes pushing me, making sure that I'm doing what I need to do, staying on top of things, because it's a lot of work with organization and logistics doing this stuff. And obviously, next up would be Joe and Wendy from I Think I Created a Monster. We brought them on to this concept because they are the horror side of things. And uh, three years ago, launched the Monster Expo, which just happened for the third year in, in Taunton. Uh, last weekend, they had over 2,500 attendees for their show. Um, they do really great work. Their artist, Joe, actually um, worked for the Boston Fine Art Show for over two and a half decades, working as one of their vendor coordinators and everything like that. So, you know, anybody who attends Hexpo and one of the productions that we're doing as a collaboration with, I think I created a monster, is going to come out to a show that's very well produced, organized, and, you know, we're dotting all the I's and the T's and paying attention to details that matter the most. Yeah, man. See the Bobby, that's how you make it work. You partner up, you know, you partner up with somebody else who knows what they're doing. Oh yeah. That that would probably lead me to my next partner would probably be Spencer from four life productions. Four life productions is like a leading production company in the United States for music festivals, staging, sound, lighting, and equipment. Spencer is just all over the place doing amazing work from Miami to LA to Denver all the way to Europe. Um, and he's actually our partner for this event and uh, we'll be setting up the stage. So we'll have a DJ up there. We'll be doing the costume contest up there. Uh, maybe a couple clips from a couple of those movies mentioned. We'll oh, nice. We'll up on the stage. I think that's absolute must. We're actually looking into the rights to potentially screen one of those movies, I think so. 
Fair right, fair use, baby. Oh yeah, that that's well. Yeah, it depends. It really depends on where it is and its rights. But you could probably do it. Yeah, we're looking. And I'm big one for that. A team teamwork makes a dream work. Everybody's hearing that firsthand. That's if oh, that's the lesson for today. Make sure to spread out into your chosen thing fields. So you want to be able to work in the space that you enjoy working with, integrating some of your hobbies, and making sure you understand the team is essential. Yeah, yeah. The advice I really give doing this is definitely stay authentic, be original, and you know, stay organized and stay focused. Because if execution's everything, and once you once you have a good execution on the table, people can believe in the concept. And you know, events I feel like is is becoming more popular than ever in the United States when it comes to cannabis. You know, and it's a great uh, avenue and foot in the door for anybody who may not have uh, the expertise or knowledge or finances to start a dispensary or cannabis business. And my wife and I promote cannabis adjacent businesses. And that's what we consider ourselves as high in events. You know, we don't have a license. We don't sell any cannabis. We provide, you know, nightlife experiences uh, based around social consumption and bringing your own cannabis, you know? Yeah, no. And you've done very well with it. Besides the Hexpo, you also do the food, the interpretasting. Yes. Events, which I was, those are awesome. If people, if you like good food and, and you like to, to, uh, feel good. (laughs) I love weed. I really love good food. Uh, I love good people and and the holidays. And are you still doing those events as well? Will you be doing one maybe for the holidays? I would assume a little bit, but we have, um, one plan for January and then Valentine's day. We're actually going to do. And then Bailey is also planning a coffee and cannabis event happening in Rhode Island in, in uh, really mid-December. Um, and that is more of a women's forward event, uh, promoting women businesses, women activists, women entrepreneurs with uh, local female speakers and different flights of food, all based around coffee and cannabis. Kristen, I hope you're listening. I'm and... absolutely listening. <laughs> I'm already on my radar. Yeah, you got to come out to one of the events. She would love to have you and, you know, maybe uh, 2024 get you on as one of the guest speakers for the event. We, we love what you got going on and, you know, would love to collaborate with you somehow as well. So I've been working with Joe and Lou for over a decade now. So it'd be great to Shamish. network yeah. with some of the people. And I know that you have your own, your own podcast coming out soon, right, too? This is it. This, this is, is it. <laughs> She had a whole army. She was on right before you, man. Yeah, See, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's with us now. She's a part of the team. They adopted yeah. me. Absolutely. No, she's to... she's the event girl. She keeps everybody up up to date on what is happening. I love it. Yeah. Thank you again for you know just taking a moment out of your time today. I know you guys are all so busy to allow us to just plug the event and you know what we got going on. We take a lot of pride and put all of our passion and heart into this <laughs> care about it a lot. And it's not easy, you know, just doing no. this and getting insured and all everything A through Z and, you know, making sure that, you know, we're setting a, a standard for what this is here in new England. And another partner I wanted to mention was AnyCan. We've actually partnered with AnyCan for this event as our media sponsor. Um, we I've been at every AnyCan, I think since 2015. So upwards of nine, nine of them in Massachusetts I've attended. And uh, they've really epitomized, I think, what a cannabis convention is where we're from and inspired us greatly of of what this concept is and what it 
you know, can grow to be. And yeah, no, no I agree with ask. you. Yeah, Mar yeah, Mark is a good guy to do business with. Uh, we just brought any can to Connecticut for the first time this year. Yeah, I saw that. And so that's going to be a regular event. Um, so, yeah, that is awesome. That even brings another level to it. So that's really, really, really great, Bobby. I'm looking forward to this event. Thanks, Do you want to plug any of the sponsors, like any of the vendors? Of any special? Yeah, no, people that are going to be sponsoring the event. Our main sponsor uh, actually is Solar Cannabis. They um, have a store right in Seekonk and Somerset and Fairhaven. But their Seekonk store is just a three short minute drive away from the venue and actually has a drive through window. So you could pull up, grab some of your favorite products from any of the number of cultivators that they carry, including their own in-house strains, and uh, head on over to the venue and have a good time. Definitely. We've also got Botera. They're another really great sponsor. Um, Goofy Green Farms. Bountiful Farms, uh, Coast Canico, they're amazing edible makers and chocolatiers and just do really high quality work all the time. For Life Productions, Bada Bloom is uh, also one of our sponsors helping us bring out Rachel True and making sure all the logistics go well with that because we got to pick her up from the airport and make sure she's here safe and has everybody she can depend on and count on, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, the list goes on. We have over 100 confirmed vendors. Um, big ups, my homie, too much glass, too much been rocking with us for well over eight years now. We got, uh, we got our homie wicked good edibles in the house. She's going to be killing it. We got hippie chick, natural solutions, oh, apple guy, nice bunch of local favorites mixed in with, you know, some brand new faces and artists that are really hungry in the scene, trying to make a name for themselves. And it's a lot of talent, you know, like I said, that, that hundred vendors is just chock full of 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 unique uh, people sharing unique items and, and crafts and everything like that now you you've always been able to put together a real good mix of vendors entertainment I think that's important, you know and to make it a full you know full well-rounded experience you got to have a wide variety of vendors because i've been to a lot of shows where i was kind of let down within that first 10 or 15 minutes of being in yeah. the venue where i'm like oh all right Everybody's got the same things kind of here. I, I get it. At our event, there aren't two of the same of anything. So every person's really going to have something different, bringing something different to the table. Wow. Very, very, very cool. Now, one thing I want, you know, there is no THC sales because yeah. of Massachusetts law. However, that does not preclude clones, yes. seeds, and CBD-derived products am i correct massachusetts laws are different than connecticut yeah cbd derived products are fine we haven't had a problem with that um and then clones and genetics are considered a novelty item and contain no thc so uh you know we'll have a couple guys blue bloods grow root shamanic uh and a, and a couple other guys really focused on the genetic side of things, bringing some really good seeds and clone, clean clones to the table for patients and 20 plus adults to access. Right. Very, very, very cool. Genetics are important, sourcing good strains, you know, not yeah. everybody has the knowledge. So at our event, you'll also be able to come get educated about these genetics, about uh, how to, how to, you know, inoculate some seeds or, cloning everything like that we have some amazing so the best some of the best growers and cultivators in the region uh 
will be at the event educating. We also got to say big up to my homies at Average Joe Grow. Uh, they're going to be like doing their the name. best sun-grown competition. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get it. They're going to be doing the best sun-grown competition. So we'll have about, you know, 24 local outdoor growers competing against each other for the best sun-grown flower at the event. Wow. Oh, man, I'm excited about this event, Bobby. That is awesome. I want all the Connecticut people to know that it is worth the drive to go to Massachusetts and check out this event or a lot of these events that go on up there because they've been doing it a long time. And, and, you know, Lou and I know this is how we learned. This is how we cut our teeth in the industry. When there was no industry in Connecticut, we went up to Massachusetts and learned. We went up to Massachusetts, down to Jersey, down to Rhode Island, wherever Uh, the cannabis scene was. You take the trip. On all, you know, and that's, and if when you've been in cannabis this long, and Bobby, you guys might also agree, the amount of travel that you do just to stay up on on certain things that are going on, realistically, you know, there's so many different cannabis cultures in this country and in the world, you know, regionally, um, politically. There's places that we would love to travel and they are super anti-cannabis, you know? Yeah. So as we, we, we actually just did a panel on cannabis tourism and uh, just discuss some of the more friendly places to go. Cause you're right. You know, in some places you can really still get in trouble. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, very true. And this is one of those topics. I talk about it all the time. Now, Japan, man, I want to go to Japan so bad, but, but they're so, so strict. And, yeah. you know, I'm I have some tattoos and, you know, when you go to places that are culturally ancient like that, you know, it, it makes yeah. it hard. I, I know that if I go to certain places, I can't go to the gym. You know what I mean? I won't be able to go to water parks. I won't be able to go to places of leisure because of the way that I look or my my smell. And it's interesting that it's just on that respect thing. And then cannabis is absolutely totally frowned upon in so many different countries that just just coming in with a vape pen or you know asking about where you can find cannabis and this is where the culture of cannabis are formed in those local communities so now if you are able to break into one of those local communities overseas or something you can find out that their cannabis culture is so different but at the same time the same as ours where the love language is partaking in the great herb and it's just how you do it you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah one day to you know experience you know other countries um just in general not just for their cannabis but i guess it starts with the united states and you know rescheduling cannabis off schedule one because that'll maybe start that legalization chain reaction lights happening in the united states and instead of state by state here it'll be country by country you know right yeah Right, right. Let's let's start in our own backyards, right? And then it will start to expand out that way. Because the U.S. has always been seen as a leader. Let's be real. Cannabis wouldn't be illegal worldwide if it weren't for the U.S. Yeah. So it's up to the no, U.S. Right? We started this crap. <laughs> it's, so, it's so hypocritical for sure. And you know, so we got to end it. Oh yeah. As we mature, you know, I've, I've, you know, tried to realize what I'm fighting for and all this now, now that, 
you know, it's still patience in so many ways. And I feel like the medical side of things has kind of fallen wayside and really just continuing to end the stigma, you know, I think is so important and it's reached a new light now. It's not, you know, just being a successful stoner. It's so much more beyond that and more worldly, yeah. you know, and that's what I think the message needs to be, Bobby, you know, is that cannabis is not just a stoner's plant. It is a medicine. And beyond that, it can it is an industrial plant. Yeah. And those two aspects, like you say, seem to take a backseat to the rec the, you know, the adult use recreational aspect. That seems to be what everybody we always, we always saw that coming, you know, down the pipeline. That was always our yeah. fear. Even back in the day when I first joined the industry, 2009, 2010, the fear on the street was legalization because corporate cannabis would come in and mess everything up. And they certainly have, you know, Yeah, it's going to take another decade uh, for any of this to make sense and maybe have some more synonymousness with each other and not every state have such drastically different regulations, you know? Yeah. No, but it, th like you said, it takes time. Um, you know, I liken it to what happened with prohibition. It has to start state by state. As soon as there's enough yep. states, the federal government has no choice. So, You're just saying we think mushrooms may be. That's next. We know track. that's next. Yeah, it might come first because they're pushing the medicinal ahead of it. You understand? See the way yeah, it's exactly. moved, getting a fast track? They're pushing the medicinal aspect. Real, real clinical trials are happening, which I guess, you know, haven't yeah. been done nearly as much with cannabis. So, yeah, it's an so interesting, that, interesting time we're entering right now, my friends. Uh, in many ways, Bobby. Many That's an old Chinese proverb, right? May you live in interesting times. And we certainly are. Knows, maybe, maybe there'll be a hallucinogen or psychedelic expo coming to New England one day soon. You know, you know it could be. It could be. Um, so we got a couple minutes left, Bobby. I want you to give a plug how people can find tickets, yeah. the address, the date, the time, you know, all the that address, good stuff. That is uh, going down from 12 to 7 p.m. Sunday, October 29th at Teamworks in Seacock, Massachusetts. That's 1314 Fall River Ave. Uh, 20 plus event. You can grab tickets on Eventbrite at Hexpo underscore on Instagram, or you can visit our website at thehalloweenexpo.com for all information on sponsors, on ticketing. VIP for Hexpo has 10 left before we're sold out. Uh, the after party Ghouls and Globlins is just about over halfway sold out. Tickets are cranking. Yeah, man, give us a follow. Come out to the event. Anybody who's listening, you'll have a really great time, and I'm sure. You know, you'll be talking about it for a long while of how this event was unique and, and, and different than, uh, you know, many of can the other productions happening right now. So I can um, attest to that. Now, I have well, one question. Yeah, shoot it. Do you have a press pass list? <laughs> of course. You guys send me uh, send me a list of all the names that you guys need uh, for comps and I'll, I'll add you to the list today. We will be there, dude, and we'll we'll, oh, we'll yeah, record man. some content with you. We'll put yeah, it on the air next week. Expo Sunday, and then after this, I'm going to be down in Miami doing Turt Basil and Art Basil. I think we'll be out for the Hawaii Islands Cannabis Cup again, judging this year. Wow. Um, we'll be at the Harvest Cup. Um, we'll be everywhere you can find us and trying to, you know, keep our finger on the pulse of the community and support others. Yeah, Bobby, that's one thing about you. You are out and about. 
Um, are you still doing the pizza? Yeah, man. Always, always slinging some dough whenever I can. I love it. I love pizza. Just had some really good bar pizza the other day. We have a pop-up November 17th at Underground Culture in Tiverton, RI. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram if anybody ever wanted more information on some of our private pizza parties. Yeah, for those of you who don't know that uh, Massachusetts has a specialty type of pizza, just like New Haven pizza. Yes. It's called the bar pizza. Yes. And it's it's usually over uh, served on the bars on more like the east. Uh, yeah, so it's all South Shore. Massachusetts. South Shore, right. You know, Town Spa, Cape Cod Cafe, Linwood, all these places are purveyors of bar pizza that have been going on around uh, 60, 70 years um, bar pizza is all cooked in pans and has a crispy, cheesy laced edge like a, like a Detroit uh, pizza would have. Uh, but it's thin crust. And if you haven't tried it yet, uh, the hype is real, guys. I've tried upwards of 40 different bar pizza places out of the 100 in the South Shore. So I'm almost halfway trying them all. <laughs> now you got to start a YouTube channel there like Dave Port. Bailey keeps trying to push me. Uh, YouTube's never really been my thing. And you know, as I'm, I like mentioned the maturing and all this again, and trying to find my way in, in the legalization industry of all these businesses, I, I need to push myself more and break myself a little bit more out of my comfort zone like I used to and not be so, you know, scared of, of myself with stuff. So I think that uh, getting in front of the camera this year, 2024, is going to be a major goal. So keep your eye out, guys. I'm going to be grinding and busy. You and me Bailey's both, right. my friend. You and me both, Bobby. That's my goal, too. Joe the Weed Guy needs to come out there. All YouTube right. It's one of those platforms you can launch like crazy. YouTube and YouTube Shorts. I agree wholeheartedly yeah. with Bailey on this one. Hell yeah. If you guys need anything, man, uh, for tickets for Sunday, give me a holler. And thank you again so much for allowing me to just plug myself in the events. And me and Bailey sending our love to all you guys. And Nothing but respect. Thank you for all you do for the community. All right. All much right, love, right. Bobby. We got to sign off. Thanks again. That's Hexpo this Sunday. Um, and you can find them all on social media. Um, okay. Let's sign off. Uh, Kristen, how do we reach you? You can find me here on Mondays at one o'clock, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> um, and also um, on social media, it's classic underscore Kristen, both with K. So K-L-A-S-S-I-C underscore Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-I-N. All right, Harry, play the music and I'll give my sign off while you can. I'm at Joe the Weed Guy on all social media. You can follow me. Thank you, Kristen. Uncle Lou, you got any last words? Stay happy, healthy, and high, my friend. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. My room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high, because I got high, la da da.